You're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right, all right, all right. You guys are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, and I have a very amazing human to bring to you, a very amazing heart to bring to you. Dr. Alan Chong, aka the Spine Doctor, is a highly successful practicing chiropractor and clinic owner. In fact, there's some details in there. He owns three successful clinics in a city of 1.4 million. Like, you guys, I don't know about you. I know a few chiropractors, but I just think it's so amazing. And it's so fun to bring somebody from a brand new industry to you guys. His life passion is guiding people to create successful practices and successes in their life, whether they be in health or business or lifestyle. And so I met Dr. Alan Chong. We're going to refer to him as Dr. Alan. But what was your character in our little improv uh, event the other week? Oh, it was Bruce Lee and the Liars. <laughs> okay, so uh, the Asian I met, rock star. Yes, I met Dr. Allen as his alter ego, Bruce Lee, and we had this really fun improv evening. But also, he was the judge of an international spinky competition that I was competing in, and he was one of the judges. And you know, it was just so incredible to get to connect with him on a professional level and a personal level. And when we were talking, it was just like, oh my gosh, you have got to be on this podcast and you've got to share your heart with the world. So here we are. And Dr. Alan, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, it's more than a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this for weeks, really. Yeah, it's awesome. And so tell us, you know, a little bit about what you're up to in the world and what you're creating, because first off, you also may be our first uh, person from another country that we're speaking with. So like we're, we're Oh, well, international speaking judge, you know. Exactly. So it's super awesome. But tell us like what you're up to and what you're creating in the world. That's a bit of a hard question to answer. Uh, I'm a very busy guy. I own and manage, uh, of course, with multiple staff. So I leverage my time in managing three clinics. I am still practicing and I, I love that. It's not a hindrance at all. In fact, I love the fact that I have mastered a lot of aspects of practice and specifically chiropractic practice as a chiropractor. And that's why I'm known as the spine doctor. I have a knack of having a very analytical mind, yet a very creative, intuitive part of me. So I'm known as an ambivert. So if you, if you out there know what that is, then you'll know. So, um, so that's, created a lot of the interests and uh, my business coaches and I believe everybody ha should have a, at least one business coach but not too many because you can get too much advice and then be your hands are tied 
and you don't know what to do, but not having any coaches, you still don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So really you need some key business coaches and mentors. So uh, I actually came to the realization that my legacy project is actually to coach and mentor health care clinic owners. That's a very specific niche market. Um, and it is a, a real compelling um, uh, passion I have because so many clinic owners need help to create a profitable practice. And my brand is called highprofitspractice.com. And in that, I just started to launch that. So just started coaching. So that that is those are two big aspects of what I do. So imagine running, um, steering the big, you know, cruise ship, if you will, in the healing world in physical locations. So keeping that very hands-on with with patients, which I love, and then um, looking at coaching and mentoring a select few individuals that want to need that type of, of coaching to really achieve the lifestyle and the practice of their dreams. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I, I have had the pleasure of meeting you in person. And I have a uh, big, like a really firm stance on where you're coming from right now. So I want to share that and then kind of tease it out. How long have you been practicing chiropractic? Oh, shh. 32 years. Ooh, back when you were, you started when you were five, right? <laughs> yeah, a six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so, you know, there's this thing. Now I'm a, I come from an educational background. I was a teacher and there was, there's plenty of times in the teaching industry where the revolving door starts spinning a little bit faster. And there was a time where there was a huge need for teachers. And what they did was into, it's, I think, well, different programs, but they condensed getting your education degree to turn experts into teachers right away. Now, my firm stance on that is because you're an expert doesn't make you a teacher. There's a, there is a big difference just because you know it doesn't mean you can turn around and translate it into someone else understanding it. And the reason I bring this up is because I've gotten that opportunity to meet you. And I feel like you have the educational, like you were talking about your intuition and those things. So I see in you that you can completely turn around and coach and teach and mentor. So share a little bit about your stance on that or where you're coming from. Well, I think that's brilliant because that's also uh, an amazing observation. Um, you'll notice that you out there listening in whatever field you're in, you might be really, really brilliant at what you do. But if you don't follow certain steps or, or you know, certain success factors, I call them, um, you're not going to achieve the success that you deserve and that the world deserves. And so I shift that. It's not necessarily what you deserve, but if you free your heart to actually open yourself up to serving instead of, I need to survive, imagine how that conscious mindset shift alone, that one shift will shift how you deliver your whatever service. And so this is um, the, one of the premises is a mindset shift for practitioners. I mean, I know so many practitioners that could be doing so much better, but they're not. And why is that? Well, partly you've heard the term, uh, get out of your own way. And so that's a huge part of it. But 
what else? It's not just getting out of your own way. It's a, it's a number of key mindset. And I would actually suggest that it comes from the heart first. And so that's what I teach and coach differently than most other coaches there. You got to get right down to what your heart is telling you. Yeah. And I, and thanks for, you made your way around to the, like the best, what, what brings you to the Hearts Unleashed podcast is that you are a heart centered clinic owner. You're a heart centered coach, a heart centered chiropractor. Like, and it really does. And we preach that constantly. It always comes up in these episodes and in really in a lot of my content is start with the heart and you know, you were, we're going to get to that exercise that you want to do because it really does start with the heart. And you said to shift from surviving to serving. And I just think it's brilliant because I've been in that place as a two-year, three-year business owner, those phases of growth, we're always stretching, we're always growing, and you have to actually shift out of scarcity and into abundance, right? Naturally. But how, like the question that comes up for so many people, and this is where you end up hiring a coach is, okay, but how? Like I hear you, but how right. on earth do I do it? And you said so many people could be so much more successful. They just don't have the structure for it. So that's where you get to step. Yep, the structure and the basis. I truly believe that success can happen faster and it's easier to create success. I've done that myself to create it faster than to plan it out and be all in your head and just go nowhere. Now, not, that's not to say I've learned a lot in 32 years and, and the cliche is that, yes, I've failed at many things too, but not outright flopped, failed. And that's the wonderful thing because I had enough business sense, even as a kid, you know, selling this or selling that, um, that I had enough business sense. Now, also, you may not have a great business sense. Yeah. So if that's one of your heart things, you, you might have a huge heart, you probably do, but you might not have a great business sense. And you've heard that from other people, or you might know that intuitively. Yeah. Then those things are teachable, trainable. Yes. Thank you for saying that because, so I met you at the Peer Potentials International Speaking Competition, but uh, the year before was my first like exposure to that. And I went to this Peer Potentials event in San Diego and okay, I'm, I'm a gifted speaker. Like I've got the creative side down. You do. I mean, that was amazing. Oh, thank you. And you know, so I'm a gifted speaker. It's innate to me, but the business strategy or the structures, like I needed that. And when I went to Peer Potentials in San Diego, I, it opened up my eyes to how much I don't know about the industry that I'm loving. And so it's great because you're in a very unique industry where I'm sure that there are doctors who are, like you said, great at their craft, but don't have the business savvy to really make the money that they deserve or you know, oh. the lifestyle is what I say is that, yes. you know, it, it's just the grind. It should not yes. be a grind. And I, I've been there. I did the grind. Yes. I worked a lot of hours and <laughs> I was not heart centered at the beginning. I came fresh out of school. It's like pay, pay off the debt, pay off the debt, you know, yes. and actually clients and patients can feel some of that, a oh. lot of it. And sometimes it's like, why didn't so-and-so come back? We may never know why, but I can guarantee you when you come from a place that's heart-centered and unleash what's really in your heart, and I would also say to you that 
each one of your hearts is different. So there's no magic formula. Yes. Thank you for saying so. I preach that constantly. I want to go back to what you said because it's so vital. I don't want to just like skip over it. We believe that it's all that hard work that's going to get us where we're going and it will get us to a certain point. But there's a barrier to the relationship to success, like success equals hard work. You can learn to work smart. You can learn to work effective. You can learn to work from the heart and in your flow. And I get it. Coming right out of school, you're like, oh my God, it's the surviving versus serving again. That's coming back up. And you don't right. have to like really serve from an authentic place when you're coming from, I got to pay off this debt. I was not attracting clients like as a coach as well. When I needed a client to make a bill, they sense it a mile away. It's like dogs sniffing out fear. <laughs> well, that's why I would suggest to you that goal setting may be good, but if it's not, doesn't have the right intention and motivation, it can be self-destructive like you're beating yourself up you set these goals but what's the intention behind it yeah what's the heart-centeredness is there any, even any heart-centeredness in that so you're going to get coaches that will tell you hit these kpis and do this and set higher goals or lower your goals then and you know all kinds of mishmash but what i've realized is that what is going to create the longest standing changes and true deep um results that are sustainable is when you go into your heart and listen to what your heart tells you to do and not to do, yeah. which takes a lot of um, discipline and, and practice, personal practices. For sure. And so at this point, I would totally love for you to share that exercise you were talking about with starting from the heart. Like, I think it's just like the best, this is it. This is the spot. <laughs> Well, there's a couple of different exercises, but if it's safe to do so, you're listening to a podcast, obviously, if you're driving yeah. and such, uh, you, you need to be safe and in a, a stable place. And maybe you need to listen to this a few times, uh, this, this podcast, right? Yes. So, and share it with, and, and do this in a small group or with your best buddy. Awesome. So it's very simple, right? Just start with uh, uh, quieting your, your mind and putting, I recommend two hands to your heart. And this is a, one of the things I learned from a great speaker coach too. If you're going to be speaking on stage, even if it's two people that you're going to be speaking to, you have a meeting or you're on a podcast or going to be interviewed for a podcast, uh, both hands to your heart, take a few deep breaths, close your eyes if it's safe to do so. If not, then just calm yourself and uh, and listen to your, what your heart actually says. And that that's in this day and age with so much technology and EMF and everything, it's a challenge. So that is to ask your heart, and well, for one, trust that your heart intuitively knows what you need and what you don't need. Most people talk about what your heart needs but it also knows that you need to get rid of some stuff. So um, if, you're, if it's safe to do so, you can do that right now and just calm your mind and drop down into your heart. Focus on your hands to your heart. And just ask one simple question is, what do I need to do? Or the more simple question might be for some, what do I not need to do? What do I need to get rid of? And you might need to ask this and do this several times over the next day, two days, week, 
until you get heart clarity, not mind clarity, heart clarity, because that is what is unique about the human spirit and the soul is that we have the ability, God-given ability, if you will, to discern truly what is right and wrong Mm -hmm. for us. I mean, I'm not saying impose that on someone else, Mm -hmm. but for you. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's a very simple, simple, quick meditation. Um, Take time after the podcast or at different times to, to do that over the next few weeks or make it a life practice that you do this every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of my coaches from a program I'm in, and I do get coached, uh, personal coaching says, recommended I do that every day um, for a few minutes to feel, ask my heart what it needs. And I'm not talking about the thump, thump part. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the heart that wants to be unleashed into your greatness. That's what we're talking about. Yes. So amazing. What an amazing exercise. And it's a great way to practice mindfulness too, because I love what you said. It's a loud world. There's cell phones, there's the computers, there's the things and all the stuff, right? And you could just come home for a second, come go inward for a moment and listen to our hearts. And, you know, I know way too many, or like I take on calls with potential clients or I start with a new client and asking them what they need. And before they ever tell me what they want, I usually get a stream of what they don't want. They never, they actually don't know. I have to get them present to, I go, okay, I'm saying this from love, but you didn't even tell me what you want. You gave me a lot of what you don't want. So let, we cleared that out. Now let's look, right? And the other thing that I'd love to say is when we are searching for what's next, it's, it's a really fun um, practice to, um, you know, you know what you want your life to look like. You have a pretty clear daydream or vision out there. And there's a you that exists in that vision, Right. So when I see myself speaking at the MGM Grand in front of 18,000 people, that is not the same Abby that's sitting in her closet having a podcast episode with Dr. Chong right now. Because the acoustics are right in the closet. (laughs) Because the app, I'm going to have that cute little face, the nude microphone on my cheek. Oh my goodness. Yeah, exactly. So that's a future Abby, right? And I sometimes I like to channel that future, when I'm saying, what do I need right now? What do I don't need? It's like, she knows. So I will channel a future version of myself to just kind of like sit with and be with. So, cause I know that that is my heart speaking to me. So like, thank you for sharing that exercise. I think it's an amazing thing. And when people are shifting into mindfulness, we try to overcomplicate it. And I love that you just brought such a simple, simple oh, exercise to the amazing. show. From a chiropractor, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a conscious chiropractor. It's beautiful. And so in your doing that, what have you discovered that you need and don't need? Oh, that's huge. You know, there's, there's many, it's balance. And that is, uh, I've been guilty, like many of you, been way too much in my head 
just trying to plan all this stuff and force it to work. Just this has got to work. My coaches told me it would work, or I just think this has got to work. And it didn't really work that well. Or I lost interest because my cliche heart wasn't in it. Yeah. Right? So when I have been learning over this last, even just year, to shift to um, putting my hands to my heart, just exactly that exercise that I just taught you, and listening to what I actually need to do and what I don't need to do or don't want to do, and then discernment is, is almost a lost word right now. We need to get discernment back into your life and my life we need you need discernment to and that's heart discernment that's not you know head discernment yeah and so um what do i need i i actually have this huge passion for helping people this is that's why i became a chiropractor and it is now going into shifting towards a legacy mode where I want to help and serve a select small group of high achievers that know they're not anywhere near the top of their game for whatever reason. And they don't even know what they need, but they know that they could be a a better um, practitioner, better business owner, um, and their heart truly is in the right place, but they just, it, it sounds funny. I don't need that in a sense, but I crave that because I, I have, uh, I am a coach, um, business coach, and I have experienced that. And now I, I'm assembling a powerful mastermind type mindset, heart centered uh, group. I, I have already envisioned it. It's just uh, 2019 is when it's going to, the first group is going to happen. I know it. That's awesome. Now, what got tapped into? I saw some emotion. I felt it over there. What came up for you? Real life. You know, issues come up. Uh, Family. uh, The realities of not everybody gets what I'm doing. Yeah. Or they have an opinion. Oh, he's just doing that because she doesn't like practice or whatever. Yeah. No, I love practice. I love serving people and, and getting the people, the people that come in and I figured out their problem. They go, Dr. Chong, I haven't felt this good in blank number of years. I mean, that really jazzes me. So imagine that if I can pass that down, not as a skill, but as a heart centered focused practice to another clinic owner or a business owner and they go wow thank you so much what you did for me was no one's ever done before yeah that is those are the type of owners I want to leave a legacy for yeah that's amazing and you know thank you for your vulnerability with that because I think we all have incredible dreams and like you said our hearts are so unique so our dreams exist and they you know we can all achieve them and literally there's still room for everybody, but there's still the fear or there's still those things that you don't need in your life that may be holding you back or causing doubt or keeping you small and not in a negative way. But like you mentioned the opinions of others. If I don't know one person in this world that the opinions of others stop them somewhere in their life, like then you're just not telling the truth about it. Like it's some point, right? 
And so thanks for your vulnerability there because you're creating your legacy. I love how you call it the legacy project. Earlier, I was going to ask you to translate that because I hear you. I know exactly what you mean. And I'm sure our listeners do, but we're all in a process and you're at your legacy project. And a lot of times we're still talking to people who are still just looking for what the heck they're passionate about. And so it all across the board somewhere the opinions of others stop us in listening to our heart. Because I think you know that we know that we know that we know, right? For sure. And again, it's listening to your heart to yes. say that. It's okay that you're affected by uh, someone's opinion, but mm-hmm. you can embrace that and go, it's okay. I'm a human. I'm a person. Yeah. And, and just work through that. Despite that, I have a greater purpose. I have a greater vision. That's when it's powerful for you. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, I actually just said it today. And so I want to, I want to bring it to the podcast because the opinions of other that fear can be the fear of judgment. Or for me personally, it occurs as like the, um, the fear of rejection. Mm. So like if someone doesn't approve of what I'm up to or has something to say about it, I feel rejected. And then it causes me to doubt what I'm up to or my impact or my mission. And it's like my mission keeps showing up in life. There's no way I can let the opinions of others stop me anymore, you know, or the fear of rejection or judgment. And so what do you have to say to our listeners who may be wrestling with those fears? What, uh, you know, words of wisdom or encouragement do you have for them as they begin their process? Sure. Well, um, the, the feeling of rejection and the fear of not being accepted, etc. those are natural human feelings. And they don't feel good. It's just like sadness doesn't feel good. Even being depressed for a period of time or sad about something, those are natural human uh, emotions. Embrace those and get, you know, share those with those who you trust. Now, the issue becomes when you you might feel helpless. You don't feel you can trust anybody for your own reasons. Know that you can trust your heart. Remember, I, I said to you that if you truly introspect and put your hands to your heart and take the time to breathe through that and go through these exercises as often as you need to, your heart will tell you things that you might not have realized or the hard truth comes to being. You need to get out of those circles. And, you know, the saddest, if I can go here, I shared in my coaching session uh, two days ago, my personal coaching session, I said, I envisioned myself in a stadium similar to you um, in a rock star mode, being the only one on the stage and being able to share my just raw stuff. In other words, I don't have a band. I'm not Bruce Lee and the liars there. (laughs) I'm Dr. Alan Chong or Dr. Alan sharing that. The heart of the matter is that if we listen to our heart and we simply understand that it's okay, that we don't need validation yet. Yes, it feels good to be validated. Yes, it feels great to be pat on the back. But what about those days or weeks that you don't feel any of that? You got your heart. And the saddest thing is when people give up 
on life because they don't feel validated. They feel so rejected. They feel so worthless. They feel so depressed. And I'm not talking about, you know, I, I, I could, another podcast, we could talk about all the reasons why that is not being addressed at the heart yeah. of the matter. And the heart of the matter is, is lack of self-love for many. Mm-hmm. Because they haven't introspected into their heart. They're seeking validation from other people. Well, I'll feel better if if so-and-so says they love me. Mm -hmm. Or I'll feel better if, you know, I achieve this. Or I'll feel better if I make $1,000 more next month or whatever. So the self-love, which is really the heart, is if people would just get, it's only partly about you. And this is a big, huge realization for me. It's my practice, as successful as it is, you know, multi-million dollar practice over years, it's not about me. It's about touching people's lives. And when you get to a point in business where your mission is to touch people's lives, as opposed to serving yourself, for whatever reason, the magic of it is that all of a sudden, it's not so depressing because you've just witnessed someone's miracle or you've done that. You've been an angel to somebody and didn't ask for anything in return because you, it came from your heart. Um, so in other words, we're not looking at ourselves all the time, but we are listening to our heart and our heart naturally wants to give love. And so in that moment, when I realized that type of thing, it totally shifted my practice. You know, is it easy all the time? No, right? But I, I'm saying that you have a legacy to live. And when you can start to realize that you are here for other people's benefit in a good way, your family, your loved ones, if you realize that they need and want you, even though at times things are so ugly that you feel totally unwanted and un unneeded, that's not totally true. You're in your head. Yeah. If you actually listen to your heart, there's a huge love that wants to give. Yeah. And that's a practice again. That's not like it for some, it can be bam, life-changing. And I hope listening to this podcast, some element of this might be life-changing for you or for someone that you're going to touch beyond this because business is in my mind, should be about touching lives for positive reasons. Certainly in a service industry, like a coach, a practitioner, um, you know, healthcare practitioner, especially uh, wherever you're at, there is an element for you to serve humanity. And to bring it full circle, that, that that's the big message that I would speak on the stages. Oh, yeah. And I know it's going to happen. I don't know when, but I'm just looking forward to being able to share that message. Yeah. You know what? It is just a matter of time. It's already done. So that's what's really beautiful. It's on this podcast, for the record. Yep. Put it on. Put it on. Unleashed podcast. Brilliant. <laughs> yes. And you know what? You said a lot there, and it's awesome because I heard so much of your message, and it's it's so much I relate. Like this is exactly what I'm telling people. Also, it's so fun having a little bit of third party validation up in here. <laughs> I got to admit all the way from Canada. Yes. I get another continent or no. Oh my God. See, look at, I'm Continental. talking about <laughs> country larger in surface area than the U S of A. Yes. Um, you know what? You said something that I wanted to speak to because 
what you resist persists. It's from the beginning of what you were talking about, but it carried through. And that's why I really want to just highlight it because we are meant to just discover the gift that we are and be the gift that we are and then go deliver the gift that we are. And when we resist, like you, I wanted to point to that sadness you mentioned, or like, you know, when, when we don't, when we feel rejected or invalidated, val- validation is the, is like the quicksand of anybody. So you guys catch yourself seeking validation. You were speaking to straight to my soul about winning the thing, getting the certificate and the trophy being first place. Like it works, it, but it's like hot air. It gets cold quick. Like, so I just want to thank you for highlighting that conversation because we're not always willing to deal with the sadness or for on, uh, a lot of people deal with the anxiety maybe Sure. because when we are not being ourselves, it's so inauthentic and that is what causes the friction and whatever feeling. So I have more uh, capacity or facility with anger. Like that's where I go when I'm triggered is more angry than sad, right? How about you? What What do you have? Like when you're down, where do you go? Do you go to Amy? Well, uh, of course. Again, like I said, sadness and fear and anger are real human emotions, not to deny, yeah. but to keep in perspective and obviously should be in control. Yeah. Uh, be, uh, not just socially acceptable, but you know, acceptable mm-hmm. as, as a peaceful human being. Yes. Thank um, I mean, there's different ways to obviously deal with that. The easy one is to grab something that's going to make you feel better quickly, like food yeah. or drink yeah. or call a friend or go on social media and just spend all this time on social media to get that little endorphin kick or yeah. serotonin kick and go, whoa, I feel so much better because I, you know, posted some things or I liked a whole bunch of people, but it looks so glossy out there. And that's exactly the mentality that we need to steer away from to get into a personal practice of introspection and listening to our heart so that the true essence of you and just to be fair to everyone, including you, Abigail, this is a lifelong process. I have not mastered this. I have some wisdom, perhaps beyond my years, perhaps not, but I have a lot of years. And, and, you know, the great thing about seeing and serving and helping thousands of patients over the years, thousands, is that I get a little bit of essence and a little bit of life from all of them and I understand life a little bit better. So imagine if you went through your life exploring people that way in the sense of not what can you get from them, but what can you glean, observe from them? And because I am in a service industry, so I serve them. Yes, I get paid for it. That happens to me be my job. Um, and I want to do that in a great way, but also, why they call it the practice of anything like practice of chiropractic, practice of medicine, dentistry, naturopathy, massage therapy, whatever, coaching, the practice of coaching is, you know, often you will hear the coaches getting just as much out of this as the client. It is that magic of human interaction. If you actually get down to it, as opposed to what can I get out of this? What can I 
you know, I can't wait to get out of here yeah. and do whatever. Yeah. Well, then you got to listen to your heart there. Maybe it's in the wrong place right now. Yeah. You know what? It's so, I love when conversations come full circle because it goes right back to serving or surviving. Which one are you doing? You know, and yeah. Yeah. I, um, I want to bring this to the podcast. I've had it in a post before, but you know, I really battle this whole Monday, Friday weekend mentality. You know, I don't care if you work on nine to five, it doesn't matter. But when you're living for the weekend and Sunday nights, you still have the blues and you have a pit in your stomach. Like it's no way to live. And if we woke up every day, genuinely curious, like excited about the possibility of who we would meet that day, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. my God, I got to get out of bed. Someone's waiting for me. I, I have a great metaphor for that. Yes. I have to admit though, one of my favorite sayings is TGIF tomorrow when it's Thursday, because I can't wait till it's Friday. Yes. Um, but I also vowed a few years ago to slow down time. This is Ooh. a little anecdote that is a gem. If you want to hear it, Yes, please. It sounds so juicy. Go ahead. Oh, it is. Uh, It's an anecdote because I stopped myself in a lineup in in the supermarket when when the um, cashier said, oh, man, I can't wait. My shift is over. I've been so busy. And this day just flew by. How many times have you heard that? I catch my staff saying that. And I said, I've actually slowed down time. Mm-hmm. You're how to do that. Uh, yeah. And they're looking baffled, right? Yeah. Um, and I said, simply, I choose to uh, notice the little moments in time. That is cliche, smell the roses, but, you know, often there aren't roses around. But if you become much more observant, we all have a limited time on this earth. We don't know how long we're going to be around. So if you want that day to just zip by, if you want that week to just zip by, I'm sorry for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if you actually go to your heart and say, whoa, what actually happened during this week? What happened that last hour? In other words, um, crave those times, make them special. I mean, that again, that may sound a little cliche, but when you put this together in perspective, that's how I've actually slowed down time. So when Seniors, and I gleaned this also the second anecdote and where I got this from was when I see seniors and they say, where have all the years gone by? You know, Mr. Jones, I hope that's not me because I've chosen to slow down time. It's great. The way I've chosen to do that is to get, take more out of, observe more, spend more quality time with where you're at with yeah. yourself. Yeah. It- and observe I, I, I absolutely love that. And you're speaking again, straight to the, there's this old version of Abby. There's some identities that I've had to give up. And one of them uh-huh. was there's like athlete and teacher. And I remember, think about school, right? I just remember living for the next holiday, living for the next vacation, you know, whatever. And so I started to put my mind out in the non-existent future and wanting those days to zoom by, wanting to get through a Sunday night, get me to Friday, please. And when I stopped, like there was a moment in my, my coaching 
when I was being trained that I realized I am putting my happiness out into the future and I must earn my way there. Right. Ew, like, ew. I re- just saw how I was stealing my own joy from myself. I didn't absorb right. any of the present. Not living in the present. I mean, oh. Eckhart Tolle, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The power of now. Yeah. Um, oh, great. So Thank the, you for that recommendation. Power of now, people. Go get that one. Power of now. Yeah. Listen to his podcast. Um, honestly, Eckhart, nothing personal, but you know, you have a really monotone voice. So uh, if you listen to the <laughs> book, be prepared to hang in there. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. awesome. Thank you. For, thank you for the disclaimer. And maybe, yeah. maybe he'll hear it and I'll spice it Nothing up. Nothing personal. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. And of course not. Yeah. So, when we share the stage one day, Eckert. Yeah. Right. Ta- yeah. Call me. <laughs> he's from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So yes. he's from Canada. No, that's awesome. It's so awesome. And you know, um, I just want, Dr. Chong, I want to thank you for being here and I want to thank you for delivering this message. And we've learned a lot about you today, but I want to begin to wrap up with the question about what it truly looks like for Dr. Allen's heart to be unleashed. Wow. It really means that uh, it's that feeling I get when a patient tells me there's there's usually a point um that they go you know thank you i haven't felt this good in blank number of it's usually years it's like wow um i just all i did was try my best that's all i did and this person is grateful because i've just changed their life yeah and so i want to be able to do that in coaching i want to be able to do that as someone who just does a random act of kindness and they go, wow, that was incredible. Mm -hmm. Who is that person? Yeah. Imagine yourself being able to touch people's lives. You can. It just means heart centeredness and it means developing practices that develop your heart sense so that you're less in your head and way more in your heart. Mm-hmm. And that that's, whether it be a stage or platform, all of the above, mm-hmm. I, I know that's the direction because uh, I, I am in, I, I mean, I got a lot of life in me, believe me. <laughs> uh, you know, international speaking judge, whoa. <laughs> uh, you know, improv, <laughs> murder mystery, improv. Yeah, chiropractor, uh, coach to uh, clinic owners. Uh, I mean, I just love it. That that I just love being able to touch people's lives and know that even when I don't get that, I'm still okay with that. Mm-hmm. Even though it's that someone didn't say those words, I know I'm putting the right stuff out there, mm-hmm. and that's being heart centered, mm-hmm. knowing that um, my intuitive being knows what I need to do and and I'm doing it. And so when you listener can get heart centered and stay heart centered, despite all the distractions, despite all the pressures to be different, to, you know, not be you, uh, when you can just begin to step into that heart centeredness and stay there because you are you, that's where it's at. That gives me a lot of 
joy and that's legacy stuff. You guys, you girls, you people. That it's so awesome. And as you were sharing it, it, reminded me of a lesson that I learned from John Jubilee. I, I met him at a speaker's conference and I got to sit down with him. Now he has this amazing, like it's a health program, right? And, but he's like so successful. Have you heard of John Jubilee? Do you know him? By any uh, I haven't. Okay. Google him. He's really cool. I will now. Yeah. And he's like really super healthy, but he eats cheeseburgers all the time. It's hilarious. But like, the, I don't mean to d- distract from what you're saying. I'm, what I'm saying is you, the what you've learned by way of you being you is the lesson that John Jubilee had shared with me because he has works with celebrities. He speaks in front of thousands as well. And I was just so awe-inspired by getting to have dinner with this man. And I'm sitting there, I go, what's your, your gem, your piece of advice? Like, cause I'm going to make it. I don't know how, but I'm going to make it. And yeah. he looked at me and all he said was just always do the next right thing. And when you, the whole time you were speaking, I just heard like, serve, give, love, share, do the next right thing. thing. Yeah. For humanity, for you, for that person. And so thank you for being that and for doing that. And then for sharing it, because I know you've already impacted me. You're about to impact thousands of others with this podcast, but like, and you're doing it up in Canada, wherever the heck you are, because apparently I don't know the maps these days. (laughs) But you know what, Dr. Allen, just thank you for bringing your love and your light to the world and specifically to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I'm so grateful. Well, Abigail, thank you for this opportunity. I mean, it's no accident that we met and it's no accident that uh, I was one of your judges. (laughs) And you did awesome, by the way. Thank you so So. much. So where Um, can we follow your life now? Well, Instagram is my favorite. It's not a professional blog. It's my personal blog. So you're going to get all of me at Dr. So D-R Allen, A-L-A-N, C-H-O-N-G, Chong. So Dr. Alan Chong is Instagram. And then, of course, my uh, main website, where, which, by the way, listeners, you can go to highprofitspractice.com and you can pick up a free MP3. Just give us your information, of course, so that we can keep in touch with you. A free MP3 and it's the five must-have, must-do secrets for building a highly profitable practice. So you can apply that to any kind of practice, but you know, particularly if it's something that interests you and it's not about the high profits, it's actually about mindset. That's my little secret. It's about what's in your heart, awesome. not just the profits. I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing because high profits practice, although it's going to be high profits, I know that what you're up to is having like develop whatever profits they create is going to come straight from the heart and from the mission that they're meant to follow and the legacy that people are here to leave. So thank you for sharing your legacy with us. And one more thing about that is thanks for making your legacy now while you're actually alive because absolutely you know what I mean? It's not so many artists get recognized after death. Like be you guys, you can do this now, start now and start by calling Dr. Alan Chong and get your practice in practice. (laughs) 
Exactly, Abigail. It's been a pleasure. Uh, actually, much more insightful than I could have even planned. Wonderful. That's my goal. So, you guys, we hit the goal today. Thank you, Hearts Unleashed, for bringing your heart to the game and go take this practice into your life. We are turning dreamers into doers. Today's Hearts Unleashed podcast is brought to you by Palmsy, a super comfy sock company committed to sharing your message straight from your heart, right through the bottom of your feet. Your host, Abigail Gazda and Palmsy have joined forces to bring you the Hearts Unleashed collection filled with inspiring socks and mugs. Sip your inspiration out of the new mug and come cozy up with us as you tune in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. You can also give the gift of motivation to your loved ones by grabbing their next new favorite pair of socks at Palmsy on Etsy. Thank you for joining us on this journey where we are achieving our dreams one step at a time. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.